Well, uh, Merry Christmas. It's great to have you here. And um, I suppose it goes without saying that I trust you're ready. Uh, I don't even think uh, Jeff Bezos can bail you out now if you don't have all of your shopping done. So uh, we'll trust that you're ready for uh, a big day tomorrow. So as, uh, as Siler mentioned, we have been looking at Christmas carols, some of the, the, the older ones, some even a thousand years old. And we've been mining them for insights about life and about God and how we're to process all of this. And uh, we've not just been doing any Christmas songs. I mean, we didn't do Jingle Bell Rock and we didn't do Springsteen singing, you know, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. We didn't do Bing Crosby's White Christmas. We didn't do Elvis's Blue Christmas. We didn't do anything about Frosty or Rudolph. Uh, and, and for that matter, we didn't just do any old Christian Christmas song. So there are some Christmas hymns that are supposedly Christian in their origin that really are not very deep. Um, Little Drummer Boy. So you got the whole Silent Night motif going on. Mary's just had a baby. It's sort of a maternity ward and some kid shows up with a drum set. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't exactly work. Um, we wish you a Merry Christmas. So you've got friends that are coming over to your house demanding figgy pudding and saying they won't leave until you give them some. It sounds like weird friends. You should call the police and uh, get new friends. I, so not every song out there has got some real gravitas to it, but there are some that do. And music is such a powerful medium. It can smuggle some truth sort of under the radar. And so we have been looking at some of these hymns. And We're about to sing What Child Is This? This was written in the 19th century by a British insurance agent named William Chatterston Dix. And and he wrote it basically around two questions. He imagined that you are coming upon the scene that was just read about, Luke chapter 2. So there is a baby, right? A baby has just been born. There's a manger scene. There There are some shepherds there, and shepherds are important because... They're not important, right? So they're noteworthy because they, they had no legal, legal status. They were the lowest of, of, the, of the economic social strata. They, they could not testify in a court of law. You might have idyllic pictures of New Zealand countrysides and the shepherds and, oh, I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd, be, uh, I'd, I'd be connected. I'd have time to reflect. It would be this robust life. That's nothing at all like what it was like to be a shepherd in Israel. It is a hard, difficult place to eke out life for anybody. And now you've got all these animals that you're trying to keep alive. And you get paid basically nothing. So they were nobodies, and they're the only ones that are there. Except there are also angels. And the angels uh, are are big and robust and, and glorious and frightening. So don't think Precious moment figurines. Don't think doe-eyed, little, naive, precious, little, you know, things that are harmless and look sentimentally icky sweet. Angels are shocking. And every time they showed up, people are frightened. And so the, Dix poses a question. Well, so what's going on? <laughs> what child is this? Who's the baby? That, that, that merits this, this response from heaven, a choir, but almost no one from earth. What's going on? What child is this? Laid to rest at Mary's lap is sleeping. 
Right? What, what is happening here? And then he goes on to answer it and he said, this is Christ the King. So Christ means Messiah, it's the Savior, and he is King. And I would just submit to you that the answer that he has given here is <clears throat> the answer, and it's also the question. It's not just a question, and it's not just the question at Christmas time, but Christ and who he is is the question before all of us. And there are answers that get you partial credit. You could say, well, Jesus is the most significant person that ever lived, or Jesus is uh, the one who gave us the greatest ethical teaching, or Jesus is the, the biggest moral reformer. I mean, you could, you could say various things and they would be right, and you're not going to get a whole lot of pushback from anybody of any reputation historically because those things are basically accepted. But that's not where the controversy lies. The controversy around Jesus doesn't lie with the fact that he was so significant, the fact that he's changed the world. The controversy around Jesus lies with his claims to be God and king, king of kings and lord of lords. The controversy with Jesus rests with the fact that he claims that he's eternal, that he created everything everywhere, that he is one with God the Father, that he can forgive sins, that he's coming back as judge. Right? That's the controversy around Jesus. And it's either true or it's not. And uh, Dick says that it's true. And uh, I think it is. And so he says he's the king. Who is this child? He's the king. Well, then that raises the second question that he asks. Well, if he's the king... If he's God, then what is he doing lying in a stable? Like, what is he doing in this barn? And, and for the record, it's not really about the barn. Jesus could have shown up uh, and, and been born in the four seasons in the 21st century. Right? I mean, pick, pick the, Jesus could have shown up and everybody in heaven, or excuse me, everybody on earth could have fallen on their, fla- their face to worship him. That still would have been an act of a profound humiliation and degradation to step out of heaven as he has done. And, uh, and the question is, what is he doing here? Well, uh, Dickerson says, well, listen, uh, good Christians fear for sinners here. He showed up for people here on earth. Uh, the silent word, Jesus is the word of God, John 1, the Logos. The silent word is pleading. In other words, he has come to rescue us. He's come to save us. He's come to redeem us. That's why he's here. That's why God showed up on earth. So verse 3 goes in and he talks about how Christ died. Verse 4 sort of suggests that we need uh, to figure out what we're going to do about that. Uh, there's more that could be said. I'm going to suggest that we sing the song. So I invite you to stand as we sing, What Child Is This? <laughs> 